Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. Hello, extraordinary souls, and welcome to our next episode of Inside the Mind. My name is Ali May, and this is my beautiful bestie and co-host, Jen Forster, our Gen 5 star, as she's coming Five on. star. If you're in the inner circle of Gen 5 star, you'll know it's Gen 5 star. <laughs> what did we call me? Ali Ali. Ali. Ali May? What was it? No, there was something else. We had something there instead. You had Gen 5 star and Ali something or other. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to this next episode. We are filming today. It's our actual film day and our recording day, and it's been so much fun, and just a little drop-in of gratitude. Thanks so much for being here with us. We are really loving bringing these episodes to you and we are having so much joy in sharing what we're passionate about and what we love. And we just love how you're contributing and co-creating with us in all of the spaces. So thank you. Thank you for saying that, Ali. It is such a joy. We didn't create this just for us. We created these episodes so we could have a really collaborative, inclusive family who all froth on these topics like we do. We're super grateful to have every single one of you here. And if you've listened to them all, amazing. If you haven't, go back and listen to them all. If you've only listened to one or two, that's brilliant too. Take the bits that resonate and then take them out into your life and begin to apply them and notice what happened. And share with us. Share with us, yes. In the Facebook group, directly, any way that you can. Share with us. We love to know. Amazing. So today's episode Jen and I have both had big experience with this. We've had experience on both ends. So we are going to go into pedestalling today. Pedestalling. This is such a great conversation to have because it brings in some real elements of being human, elements around judgment, being judged and judging others. Perception is projection, which is NLP term that we have talked about, one of the basis of being human in many ways as well. And it's absolutely comes through when we are either putting someone on a pedestal or being put on a pedestal. For the purpose of anyone who isn't clear on what we mean by pedestal, I'm just going to give the Gen 5 star dictionary definition of pedestal is. So a pedestal is usually, it's a structure that is often tall so that whatever goes on top of the pedestal is up and above everything else. Often we put things like You'll see them in museums, you'll see them in art galleries. We put our precious, most prized possessions on top of a pedestal. And the thing that I find most mind-blowing about that is that why do we do that? Why do we put our most precious prized possessions on top of something that only needs the slightest of knocks 
and the precious thing is going to come crashing down. Hmm. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just had this vision of a cat walking past the pedestal and rubbing up against it. It's so easy for pedestals to fall over. And, you know, for me, I remember in one of my businesses, I grew very, very fast. I had a lot of, I would say like a mini celebrity status within our community. It was a huge celebrity status. And in, if I look at, you know, celebrities in general, I'd imagine it would just be like the tiniest little snippet of what it's like to be a celebrity. And it took me a lot to navigate that space because I grew so fast, because I was a leader in the space, because I was mentoring a lot of people, because I made a lot of money fast, because I just had like a rocking business. In that community of people, people started to pedestal me and they made me better than them. And one thing for me, and I did this from the start, one thing for me is that I will always say, I'm no better than you. We are just at different stages in our lives. Wherever you are is perfect. You are you and I am me. When we pedestal someone, It only takes something slight for the person to fall off the pedestal. And that's an internal piece that will happen for the person who is pedestaling someone. Just for an example, say someone thinks Ali Mae or Jen Forster, you are extraordinary. Oh my God, you have this amazing life and you are kicking these goals and I want to be just like you and you're better than me and I can never have what you want. This is exaggeration. What does go on as well? I'm just giving a little bit of extra exaggeration in there with my language, my Mm. voice right now Mm. with that. And it's like, if I say you'd done that with me, And then we were at an event and I was busy talking with other people and you come past and said hello and I didn't hear you. You would have something going internally, potentially, and go, oh, she's a bit of a bitch or wow, I can't believe she didn't say hello to me. And then I would fall off your pedestal and then the judgment starts. Oh, judgment. I love judgment. Mm. Here's the thing about things that go up on top of pedestals. First of all, Generally, the thing that's on top of the pedestal, never ask to be there, never ask to be there, doesn't even know it's actually been put up there. And when it falls, and it will, it also then doesn't know that the fall has happened and that anyone even saw the fall. I hope that all makes sense for you. The pedestal itself is almost like unconscious projection that we're either putting onto us another person or we're having placed on ourselves. Someone's placing it on ourselves. In either instance, it's only occurring inside the mind of the person who is projecting the pedestal. Yeah. And essentially just pedestaling is making somebody better than you. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, in society, we are taught that other people are better than us if they have a better car than us, if they have a bigger house than us, if they have make more money than us, if they seem to be living an extraordinary life. And I just want to call bullshit on this. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times we can go out of, as human beings, we can go out of our own lane and look at what somebody else is doing and, and have comparison and think that that person is better than what we are. We never know what's going on for somebody. Mm-hmm. We never know. You could have all the money in the world. You could have all the accolades in the world. You could be living this extraordinary life and really feel like shit on the inside. Yeah. That's where we come in, by the way, with the work that we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, just a little plug there for us. Yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, and not. <laughs> Essentially, it's like, where could you be doing that? Mm. Like I've pedestaled people too before, mm. and it's something that I'm very conscious of not doing now. And I know when I've done it because I can get resentful of a person if I'm not getting what I'm wanting from that person or if they don't give me what I want. That I decided in my mind that they 
should be giving to me Mm. because of the perception that I've created about them. This person always does this, always does this, always does this, never does this, never does this, never does this. So now we've put them on a pedestal, they're inside a little box. And the second they step outside of that, we're like, whoa, whoa, hey, what's going on here? No, that's not how you're meant to be. That's inside my mind, of course. Again, I just want to reiterate, the whole time this is happening, the person has no awareness that this is occurring for them. It's a great question, Ellie. Where might you be doing this in your life? Maybe with within your work, maybe within your business, maybe within your family dynamic, maybe with your partner even, you know, uh, friendships. And where can we start to bring into our awareness that the thing that beats their heart and the thing that beats our heart is exactly the same. If we were to cut open the person that we've put on a pedestal and have a look at what's inside them, exactly the same as if we cut ourselves open and look inside and see what's inside of us. It doesn't matter what someone's wearing. It doesn't matter what car they drive. It doesn't matter anything about the aesthetics, you know, and we see this a lot with social media. We see, you know, I love branding. I'm not dissing anything here. But if we make the person their brand, then we're missing the whole point as to what is going on inside that person. What has that person gone through or worked through or unpacked or cleaned up or whatever it is to be where they are in their life? And if we are constraining or confining them in any way based on who we think they are or should be, then we're limiting ourselves and we're also limiting that other person in many ways as well. And here's the thing. We never know anybody unless we're in their inner circle. And even then, we still never know anybody. And I love this piece I saw yesterday that I shared with Jen. It says, a different version of you exists in the minds of everyone who knows you. Say that that again. Say that again. It's two-time worthy, that. A different version of you exists in the minds of everyone who knows you. When I read that, I was like, man, that's so true. Like my son sees me a certain way. Jen sees me a certain way. My mom sees me a certain way. My dad sees me a certain way. My sister. And also they all get different versions of me. I'm still the same Ali on the inside. I'm still the same Ali with the same values, the same beliefs, all of that. However, the relationship with each person is different. So of course they are going to see me in a different way. And when people start to make other people better than them, it's just going to end in tears and disaster. Mm. It's like, just cut that shit out. Stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. That's the episode. (laughs) Yeah, we are done. I think if we look a little bit more into perceptionist projection here, you know, we did a whole episode on this right at the start when Mm. we launched this podcast. Perceptionist projection, it's like, what is going on inside of you that has you feel like someone is better than you or that you want what you think they have? That's very key here. What is it that we can see in them that we either don't have for ourselves or we think we're missing in some way or that if we did have it, then we would be safe, okay, better than acceptable in some way, shape or form. If we refer back to some of our previous episodes here, particularly in and around the conscious and the unconscious mind, there is something in the unconscious mind that is experiencing a limiting decision, a negative emotion that would have you feel, even putting someone on a pedestal, you're feeling better about yourself in some way by putting them on that pedestal. And to me, that in itself is is something that needs to be, doesn't need to be, if you don't want to address it, that's totally cool. 
I would want to look at that. What in me has me feel safe or familiar? What has me feel this sense of familiarity of being underneath other people, being less than other people? Is there a payoff for me there in some way? Am I getting something out of that by putting the person on the pedestal in the first place? Does that mean I don't actually have to strive to be better? I can just lord over those that are already doing it. Want to jump on that? I know. I'm just like, yes. I'm just like a yes, mama. That was just beautiful. Yeah. I don't even know where that came from. But I do. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jen's Unconscious Mind. (laughs) It all filters through. It all filters through when we just allow ourselves to explore that. I want to just touch on this. So this goes into, this is not, well, it has crossovers in NLP and there's a teaching on this and it's one of my favorite teachings. It's not NLP per se. It just has NLP elements in it. Our unconscious mind and our higher conscious self, higher conscious self is not NLP. Our unconscious mind and our higher conscious self are linked. Now, when our unconscious mind is filled with limiting beliefs, patterns and programs that are not serving us, negative emotions that are not serving us, when it is full of all of those things, do you think it would be easy to access our higher conscious self, our higher conscious mind? Heck no, because we're so stuck in I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm emotional, I've got this going on, blah, 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 all the stories that we tell ourselves. When we clean up the unconscious mind through how we do it, through timeline mm-hmm. therapy, mm-hmm. what it does for us, and this is a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. I'm just touching it now, what it does for us is it allows us to have a stronger connection, a more conscious connection with our higher conscious self, which allows us to tap into source, it allows us to tap into manifestation abilities. It allows us to create the things that we truly desire in our life. And that is sexy. Yes. Thinking it from this perspective, our conscious mind can't access our unconscious mind. Our unconscious mind is the only way in which we can access higher conscious self. If that channel is messy, just imagine it like a tubing, for example, and it's full of gunk shit. and shit I've just and, got shit in my and head. sludge, like a pipe, like a down <laughs> pipe, right? Think of it like a, an up pipe or a down pipe on your home and it's full of leaves and junk and gunk and there your negative emotions, limiting decisions, blah, 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 blah. If that's all clogged up, how on earth are you going to access higher conscious self, your, that higher level of consciousness? You're not going to be able to. So the cleaner the channel to our unconscious mind, the clearer the channel to our conscious higher self is going to be. And why would we want to have a clearer channel to our higher conscious self between our unconscious mind and our higher conscious self so that we can live the life that we truly are meant to live here, so that we can be happy. Mm -hmm. For me, the ultimate is happiness. As a mother, my son is, um, he'll be 21 in May. And for me, over the last few years since he left high school, there's been no push on him having to do anything. Uh, you know, we can do a parenting episode. I feel a lot of people, personally, I feel a lot of parents push their kids into things that their kids don't want to do. How the fuck does a 17-year-old know that they want to go to university to study science or study law or do something like that? Shit, I'm 43 and for me, it's taken me this long to get to where I am and I still add things into my vortex for what I want to do. I laugh at that. I tell people all the time, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow yeah, up. Yeah, right. And it- I'm actually okay with that because if I do know what that is, in many ways, I'm pinching off the possibility of other things that maybe want to come through. Yes, I'll, just, I'll close Thank that. you. Yeah. I was going to invite you to bring this and close this out on the pedestal. Yeah, I'll close out what I was just going to share there about my son. So for me, it's like over this last few years, it's been really important to me that my son is happy. That's it. Number one, first and foremost. 
And to me, nothing else matters. We can have the job. We can have the career. We can have the business. We can have the relationship. We can have the money. If we ain't fucking happy, what is the point of any of it? So when I look at the connection between the unconscious mind and the higher conscious self and why we would want to do that, happiness to me is the number one thing out of anything. So we can truly be happy within ourselves. Timeline therapy supports us to become happy because we're no longer attached to our past experiences. We get to have this beautiful blank canvas where we can create our now and our future. And to close this out with pedestaling, when we are fully happy, just free, calm, peaceful, at ease with ourselves. When we are at ease with ourselves in a way that is as easy and effortless as an in-breath and an out-breath, you will have no need, desire or want to put anyone on a pedestal. You actually truly won't be able to see another human being as better than or less than you. Yeah, you just won't. No, because we are all equal We are, and we truly are all equal. Yeah. One of my hobbies, if you like, is studying ancient texts and these are ancient texts. I want to preface this here. This is not a religious, this is nothing to do with religion. These are ancient spiritual texts that were found in Egypt, in Nag Hammadi in 1945, I think it was, or 1954, transposing those numbers. It doesn't matter. Gospel of Philip. Something that he said in there is that the human body is your soul's chance to be here. There's no room for pedestals if you can really truly absorb that and take that on as a knowing. The human body is your soul's chance to be here. When I look at every human being on this planet, my intention is to remind myself that inside every single human being, it's their soul's chance to be here. We're all just souls wandering around in meat suits. No need for pedestals when we can take that on. And I love the piece around and we're all just here walking each other home. Yeah, Ramdas, beautiful. Something for you to take out over the next week is just be aware of where you may or may not consciously or unconsciously be putting somebody on a pedestal that they don't want to be on. I have a just a little piece to add in on here. If you find that other people are pedestaling you, after listening to this, if you're like, man, people are just putting me on a pedestal and it's not somewhere I want to be, have the conversation with them. I would have no issues saying to Jen, hey, like I feel like you're putting me above you right now and it doesn't feel good for me. I never want to be above you. We're just equal on this. Mm-hmm. Like it's as simple as that. Just having that conversation, it's literally, I feel like this and Could you please stop doing that with love? Always with love. Absolutely. Yeah, I had another little piece dropping in there, but I'm not sure what it was. It's disappeared out of my vortex. And we started with the Gen 5 star comment. Is there anything higher than five stars? Yep. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, a million. We are all just wherever we are in any given moment, in any given time. And um Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I think that's a good place to leave it. I do too. So if you would like to come and connect and co-create with us a little more, you can do so. Where would we like to share today? So we have, what about our YouTube channel? Yeah, if you are watching this on YouTube, hi. And if you're not and you want to get the visual experience of us, <laughs> why would you not want to get the visual experience? We're pretty cute, you know. We're, yeah, you know. Yeah, you can check us out on YouTube. You can also comment, subscribe to, to the YouTube channels wherever you see it. Yeah, do continue to connect with us in the Facebook group. On our social media, Ali's social media, on my social media, engage with us, interact with us, share any of your experiences here. When we can bring a conversation, this is another reason we created this podcast. 
We wanted to bring the conversations Ali and I have on the phone all the time, we wanted to bring them into an inclusive lived environment. All get to participate in this. The more elements and points of view and experiences we can bring into a conversation, the deeper that conversation can go. Therefore, the more growth we can all experience as a byproduct of each other. So cool. And on that note, see you on the next episode.